Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 as we look at the Formula 1 race Spanish Grand Prix that has just happened right there. But before we do that, firstly, you have to subscribe. But secondly, there are some apologies to hand out. Firstly, there was no qualifying reaction video yesterday. Uh, that's because I went to go see Coldplay instead and I thought, you know what? When I get back, I'll do a qualifying reaction video and it'll be lovely and simple and we'll all be fine. I got in at like half one in the morning and was very tired and just went to bed instead. So I'll do a bit of a qualifying reaction, a very brief one, in a second. Also, there was no F2 video uh, because um, I watched the F3, made the video of it, then went back downstairs to get ready to watch the F2 and fell asleep on the sofa and missed the entire F2 race. So at some point, I will watch the F2 and do a reaction video to that as well. But right now, it's the F1. So let's have a look at the grid. Just a few things that were massively out of place. Firstly, Charles Leclerc. Only could qualify 19th. Not great from him at all. He started from the pit lane, as did Logan Sargent. Further up, Pierre Gasly qualified 4th, but had two impeding penalties. Which, you know, just... I'm glad that we're we're penalising impeding again. I'm glad that's a thing that's come back. But, I mean, you know, it, it's really just his team letting him down there. He should have started 4th. He started 10th uh, due to the penalties. Also, people who were out of place. George Russell was 12th, and Sergio Perez started in 11th. Nigel Hulkenberg did a great job to get the Haas into 7th. Uh, but the one most out of place, Lando Norris, starting 3rd for the Spanish Grand Prix. Oh, I hope he does well. Now, let's get into the race. <laughs> uh, before the race even starts, George Russell goes off the track. On the way to the grid, goes through the grapple. Didn't seem to hinder him that much, though. And the tyre choices at the start, it was Verstappen, Perez and Sargent on the mediums, Leclerc had the hards, everyone else starting on the softs, lights out and away we go, and Lando Norris instantly has damage. It was a good start for him, he was going to head-to-head -head with Lewis Hamilton, but he just basically just drove into the back of him, round turn two. Um, I don't think Lewis is to blame for this at all, I think that was all on Lando there. Uh, destroyed his front wing, and destroyed his race entirely, I mean... You know, I feel sorry for him, but it is his own fault there. That's his best chance of the season. Really good stuff. It looked like the uh, McLaren had got some decent pace in the hands of Piastri in the race. Uh, but Lando threw it away, which is a real shame. Uh, in terms of the front, Carlos Sainz had a better start than uh, Max Verstappen, but he was on the softer tyres, so that's what you would expect. They went wheel-to-wheel -wheel into the first corner, but Max Verstappen came out ahead. Great start from the both from there. As we look further down, Lance Stroll had a terrific dive bomb into turn five on Lewis Hamilton. Really good goings there. I thought, wow, here we go. Lance Stroll, in qualifying, he qualified fifth compared to Alonso's eighth. The first time of the season that he's beaten his teammate in qualifying. And I thought, here we go. Maybe Lance Stroll has awoken. Here we go. We've awoken the beast. That is Lance Stroll. Uh, Lando Norris pits to replace his front wing and it's not even a good pit stop for him even for a front wing change it still took forever on lap 8 Lewis got back past Stroll for P3 then moved across to um, lap 11 there was a nice little battle between Russell and Ocon where Russell got past for P5 now we have this overtake of the month award thing at the minute around in Formula 1 and I mean there was plenty of overtakes in this race here there was non-stop overtakes uh, but if you want overtake of the month from me especially for this month 
there is no better overtake I have seen than Nico Hulkenberg doing a beauty of a double overtake on Zhou and Yuki. I think he was overtaking Zhou down the main straight as Yuki came out of the pit lane, and he just got them both into turn one. Beautiful stuff. Absolutely beautiful. That's my favourite overtake I've seen in a while there. Now, Leclerc, he was struggling. He pit for the hards on lap 16, which I think, you know, he said later on on the radio, was everyone else struggling on the hards? And no, they weren't. But, I mean, 16 laps on the hards is really not good. When you can take into consideration people like Fernando and Lewis and George and Max, who are all making the softs last at least 20 laps. So they have the hards go 15, not good. So here we go. Here's when uh, some of the guys at the front start to pit. So Fernando went from softs to softs on lap 20. Hamilton softs to medium, lap 25. Then Russell softs to medium, lap 25. Verstappen, Verstappen, Verstappen medium to hards, lap 26. Um, now, on lap 28, George Russell says, It's raining at turn 5, everyone. The rain has arrived. The rain hadn't arrived. Apparently some sweat had fallen off his head onto his visor and he thought it was rain. There was no rain at this race, even though it was predicted uh, it avoided the race. I imagine it's raining now. That's what normally happens. Uh, Perez pits from soft to hard on lap 28. And then Hamilton gets the overtake on Carlos Sainz for P2 on that lap as well. And then we see Sergio and Fernando Alonso have a battle for P8. Sergio gets past him on lap 31. And then Russell gets past Sainz for P3 on lap 35. A few laps later on lap 42, Carl Sainz pits to go for the hards. Um, yes, a tough race for uh, the Ferraris, definitely, especially one of them. A tough race for the Astons too, definitely Astons' worst race of the year so far. Really just not showing any pace. We'll get onto that a lot more later on when we go through the finishing positions. Uh, let's carry on for now though, because we start to see the final pit stops. Um, Russell pits for softs, softs on lap 46. Hamilton comes in for softs lap 51. Perez also on lap 51. Now, Alonso goes for an overtake on Ocon. And Ocon does some of the most aggressive defending I've ever seen. Pushes Alonso not only nearly into the wall and start finish straight, but across over the pit line exit and a bit onto the grass. Alonso still manages to get past. But, I mean, that's a penalty, surely. I don't even know if it was investigated, but to me, that's just a clear-cut penalty that wasn't given out. And we'll go on around this later, but Yuki Tsunoda got a five-second penalty for forcing another driver off the track in a move that was far, far, far less aggressive than what Ocon did to Alonso. So how the hell Ocon's got away with that, I'll never know, but there we go. We'll keep on going. Uh, Max Verstappen does his final pit stops to the soft on lap 53, and at this point, he's uh, leading the race He's led every lap. He's just missing that uh, fastest lap to get the Grand Slam. And um, basically, at this point, he'd given a few track limits warnings, which he was very confused by because he didn't think he had. But there you go. And his, his engineer, old GP, was basically saying, look, mate, we've got this race in the bag here. Uh, let's not go for fastest lap because you've got some warnings and I don't really want you to get any penalties for track limits. And Max said nothing and then set the fastest lap. We keep on going, though, because Perez gets past Science for uh, P4 on lap 53. And then the, the commentators started building up this battle of Russell and Perez for the last podium place. So Perez was about six seconds down with ten laps to go. And then with about uh, five laps to go, he's still about four seconds down. And then with two laps to go, 
he's still about three seconds down. But the commentators are still like, oh, can he do it? Can he do it? Like, no. Obviously he can't. He's not going to gain two seconds a lap out of nowhere. I mean, it's just, it's simple maths here. I don't know why they were selling this story. Yet yeah, he was gaining on him, but at nowhere near the pace needed to actually challenge. Never mind, like, catch him. He was never going to catch him. Never mind challenge him. I just, I know you have to try and get excitement from somewhere towards the end of a race like this, but that was not the place to go. As I said, uh, Yuki gets a five-second penalty, and then we cross the line. So it was Max Verstappen who won. Lewis Hamilton comes home in second. Then George Russell finishes out the podium. Fantastic result for Mercedes there. It was Perez in fourth. Great recovery drive for him. Science manages to keep fifth. Uh, Stroll was sick from Alonso in seventh. Alonso comes over the radio and goes, Oh, look, I'm not going to attack Lance. Let him have this one. And then on the last lap, while still racing and still catching Stroll, he's drifting around corners, he's waving to the crowd, you know, he's living his best life, is Fernando Alonso at the minute. He had fun here, even though this was um, Aston's worst race by far. Quite a standout result for them so far. Uh, Ocon came home in 8th, then it was Joe, Gasly, Leclerc, and then Yuki in 12th. Now, Yuki did finish 9th. But with the penalty, gets pushed down to 12th. Piastri, 13th. It was then... I can't even read my own writing. Who was 14th? I've written the word bear. Why have I... I don't know. I, oh. One second, everyone. I'm going to have to look up who was 14th. Because I I have written the word bear there. And a bear did, did not finish the race. Uh, in 14th, it was Nick DeVries. Why have I... Oh, is that supposed to be DeVries? Who knows? Anyway, 15th was Hulkenberg, 16th Albon, 17th was Lando Norris, uh, 18th was Magnussen, 19th Bottas, and 20th was Sargent. Um, yeah. So, overall, I thought the race was enjoyable. Lots of good overtakes. I think the removal of Chicane um, has really improved the racing in general. Good times for all. Unless you are Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris, Yuki Tsunoda. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, driver of the day for me will go through tomorrow on the driver rankings. But in terms of my predictions, what were they? Well, firstly, my first prediction was that Mercedes would overtake Aston in the constructors, which they have done. And my second prediction <laughs> was that Alpine would be the second fastest team. Well, they finished 8th and 10th, so that was wrong. Well, there you go. Got half them right. Right. We'll be back tomorrow for driver ratings. At some point, I'll get around to doing the Formula 2. Then next week, there'll be no Formula 1, but we have got a video nonetheless. I'll be making that in the week, so make sure you subscribe to see that. And I'll be back after this for uh, Canada, which is always a fun one, so that should be good. I'll see you then. Until then, goodbye.